Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world. Welcome to season four of Transform Your Life with Coach Steve and Coach Pete. It's yeah. great to see you, Pete. Hope you had a good little breakaway. How was your Christmas and New Year? It was it was really good. Um, a lot of great celebration and uh, you know good time with family. However, between Christmas and New Year's, I got COVID. Ooh. Um, and yeah, you know it was funny because I was going to take time off anyway. <laughs> and you know you have these uh, thoughts that you know I'm going to get some planning done and you know catch up on some things and clean up some files. You can't do anything like that when you're sick. You just, you can't think yeah, straight. I get that. You just veg out. I think maybe you're my twin. I didn't get COVID, but I got really weighed down with a horrible flu that came over Christmas Eve and into Christmas Day, which was a bit sad and knocked me out for a few days. And and then uh, actually, I just got back from Hawaii. I know somebody has to do it, but I was at a con- I was at a conference. My wife picked up this flu and I picked it up on the way back home. And uh, so I'm just in the aftermath of that right now. So, ah. Uh, Happy New Year. Actually, I'm actually looking forward to this year, and I'm looking forward to this season of our podcast, Pete. We've had some great brainstorming together, and I think we're onto something that I think all of you listening will be enjoying. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Steve, well, let's kick it off with our transformation tip. Okay, so the transformation tip is with the legendary Maya Angelou, and she says this, nothing can dim the light which shines from within. I'll say that again. Nothing can dim the light that shines from within. And that's really where we want to go in this season. We want to begin to help you discover your inner giftings and strengths and learn how to bring that potential and make it into a reality. So in order to help us, Pete is a certified coach with Clifton Strengths. It's an amazing tool. But in its uh, entirety, it begins to identify so many attributes that all of us can identify with. How can we help you take and acknowledge and be aware of how you've been designed and how to bring the best out of you and to continue to help you grow in that area? Yeah, that's right, Steve. You know, we talked a number of times on the podcast about the importance of Mm self-awareness. And just to remind you, self-awareness is not selfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, in fact, it can t- help you take your eyes off of yourself. After you're aware of who you are, it frees you up actually to serve other people better. And this is, you know, this series that we're going to do on going through the Clifton Strengths is designed to do that. It's to help you with your self awareness so that you know the ways you're most likely going to make the biggest impact. Along with that, Steve, in the past, we've talked about blind spots. We are Absolutely. definitely, every episode, we are going to talk about blind spots that come with each talent. It's a lot of fun. Also, what we call like intrinsic needs. What needs to be in place for these different strengths to flourish? And then how can you develop these more so you can be more excellent? Why? So you can go transform your world, right? That's so good. As we begin to hone in on all these different strengths, like you said, we often say our greatest strength is sometimes our greatest weakness. As you will discover through this series, we're going to help you try and find that balance. 
that ability to, as we talked about self-awareness, be aware of how the strength works and be the right person in the right place at the right time where you can thrive. Yeah. So, you know, one uh, little phrase that the Gallup organization uses that I think would be really helpful for us is they say, name it, claim it, aim it. <laughs> so name it, meaning learn about these different talents. There's 34 different ones. We'll talk about those, but learn, learn about it, name it, claim it, realize which ones are yours and really get some self-awareness around that. And then third is aim it. Like once you get that self-awareness, how can you best leverage that? How can you use it, direct it, develop it to make the biggest impact? I love that. Name it, claim it, aim it. That's so simple. I love it. Carry on, Pete. So a couple caveats on this. Uh, one is this is a framework, okay? it's I, I think it's highly useful, but it's only a framework. Human behavior has been analyzed, sliced and diced umpteen different ways. And they're all different frameworks, but we can't be boiled down to a formula. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this can't be either. So it's going to help you with your understanding, but it's not meant to do everything. Okay. There's other assessments like um, right. people are familiar with like DISC, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, some of these other things. I use the Herman Brain Institute stuff as well with the four quadrants of the brain. These are all useful yeah. tools. Yeah, there are different ways to look at this. And the Clifton Strengths is a way to look at talent. I happen to really like it because it maps really well to the way you work. And most of my clients come to me in the context of, of executive leadership and how do they perform at work. It certainly bleeds over into family and your personal life as well. But unlike some of these other tests that try to determine your personality, that's not what we're going to try to do here. The analogy I like to use is like the DISC assessment. It shows you which room you tend to hang out in. The strengths assessment, this is going to show you how the furniture is arranged inside the room. So it's it's more mm -hmm. detailed, but it's not trying to pigeonhole you. Instead, it's just trying to show you the beauty of how you are wired and the uniqueness of it. Hmm. Well, take us further. How do we begin to look at allowing it to impact our lives and impact the lives of other people around us? Yeah. So what we're going to do in the season is each week, we're going to take on a different strength. And I'll tell you a little bit more about the background of how this all came about. And, you know, you'll try it on. Hopefully you will have taken the assessment and you'll know if it scored highly for you. But even if it's not, this is, I think, the important thing for the whole series. Even if it's not you, those are the most fun. Those are mm -hmm. the most fun to learn about is like, oh, wow. Yeah, I totally relate to that. But even if it's not you, we still want you to pay attention to this because it will help you identify those talents in other people. It could be coworkers. Yeah. It could be people you need to manage. It could be your boss. It could be your family members. It could be your spouse. And to get that kind of awareness, like, oh, that's what's going on with them. Or that's when this gets overplayed, why they're behaving that way. It's just, yeah. it's who they are. Right. Yeah. That kind of level of understanding can help us so much in building our relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, Part of this process is, again, knowing where you're placed. And uh, I mean, I, I remember recently I was helping an organization and I was able to help the, the leader identify their particular strengths. And they were visionary. They were ideators. They were very conceptual in the way that they think. But the rest of the team were very much administrative, organizational, detail-orientated. And, and what would happen is that there was a huge gap between the way they thought and the way they related. And so every time that visionary would go into the weeds with those people who were doing the day-to-day the, the -day execution of stuff, it would just create a toxic, horrible environment because uh -huh. he was using what he thought was a strength 
actually was aware his area is a weakness and make, trying to think it was a strength in that area where those who were strong, it was just driving them crazy because he didn't know what he was talking about. Well, and Steve, that would be a great example of learning how to aim it. Like, yes. One of the things we're going to learn is not only how, how to develop this, but when and where does your talent tend to do its best work? Yeah. And, you know, it's being visionary when people are trying to solve practical problems and just get detail work done. It's it's actually a burden. It like it gets in the way and it's irrelevant. Yeah. And and I think in this process, this is what I'm really excited about. It also will help identify why you get drained in situations. Absolutely. And oh, then yeah. what and why you get energized in such such yeah. situations. And then again, that gives you a greater clue of where you need to be. Steve, you know, I just got back from a consulting gig in Austin last week. Uh, it was an interesting situation because they had an existing team that things weren't working out really well. Part of that team left and they brought in a new leader who brought in like six of her people. And there were six existing people who had been at the company for a long time. And they are now part of a team and they are got to learn how to get along and but almost from two different camps so we went through all of the clifton strengths individually then we got together as a team and looked first of all did a review of each person so we understood them better then looked at how can we be working together better where are where do i have strengths that can supplement someone else one of my favorite quotes it was a wonderful wonderful exercise we were there for about a day and a half but one guy said you know what going through this exercise just accelerated our team meshing by nine months mm. in, in one and a half days. He said, That's like, so good. because you get through instead yeah. of the trial and error, trying to learn how does that person wired? Like mm -hmm. I now know, and I know what to say. I know what not to say. I know what they're good at. How can I leverage them? I know how they could use me better. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Well, we're going to kind of begin to work through these Clifton strengths, but it'd be great, Pete, if you Tell us a little bit more about how this framework works and how did it all yeah, start. Sure. So let me tell you a quick story here. In the 1950s, the state of Nebraska did a statewide research project. And the object was to identify methods for increasing a student's reading speed. Hmm. Okay. Because they were falling, they had a number of students who were falling behind in the uh, national uh, national standard tests and the reading average was slow. And it was kind of startling because there were kids who were like slower, right? And they started out, they were reading at like 90 words a minute. After they gave them training, they improved up to 150 words a minute. Wow. So that was okay. like a 66% increase. That's incredible. But yeah. there was another group that was, was faster, okay? They were already reading at 150 words a minute. So how do you think they did after the result of the training? I, I don't know. Through, double skyrocketed, through. skyrocketed to twenty nine hundred words. A minute. No that way, was like an 1800 percent increase, <laughs> and it, it that's not what they set out to do. That's not why they did this sure. study. They were just trying to help the slower readers. But the conclusion on this was: if you have natural talent in an area like these kids who are already reading faster, and you develop it your results can be exponential. If you're missing talent in a certain area and try to develop it, you'll get results, but it'll be marginal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so knowing you know, where natural talent lies with you and where you're going to fit best is, is a really great thing to understand. Well, that became the basis of the work of Dr. Donald Clifton. He became the father really of strength-based psychology 
And over 31 million people have now taken the uh, wow. this assessment. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, really, one of his intriguing questions was, what would happen if we studied what was right with people instead of what was wrong with people? I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, your, your kid comes home uh, with a report card, two A's, a B, and a C. What do the parents uh, tend to focus on? Well, I'm an Asian background, so I know what they focus on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. But, uh, you know, but instead we should be, hey, our, our child is showing natural talent in this area, and that's probably where they're going to do their best. So let's be thinking about that. A couple of definitions I want to get in place. Like we're going to leverage some of these things that I'm going to talk about right now, but just for basis of understanding, you know, when we talk about talent versus a strength, a, a talent is a naturally recurring pattern of thought, feeling, or behavior mm -hmm. that can be productively applied. Okay. That's a nice scientific way to think. You know, this is naturally current. Could have been the way you developed, could have been genetics, but it's in you and, okay. it, and it, it comes across natural. You can tell if you have a talent, if it seems like it comes easily to you, you can do it with excellence, you enjoy it, you, you're energized by it. So in other words, it's just very natural. Something comes out of you naturally and it produces results. You know, it's like uh, some people are naturally musical, even exactly. though they may not have practiced any music or people are naturally good communicators and others aren't mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. And if, you know, if, uh, the, the litmus test at the end of the day is when you do this, are you energized by it? Do you enjoy it? Like doing a podcast. With exactly. You Steve you and I both have communication <laughs> as signature strengths. And that's why we like to just book. <laughs> <laughs> How is that overplayed? Well, <laughs> We talk too much. Okay. Yeah. Um, a strength is a little different than the talent though. So a talent becomes a strength mm -hmm. through skill, yep. knowledge, and experience. Okay. okay. So talents need to be developed just because someone's naturally talented doesn't mean it's going to be Absolutely. productively applied. And that's what we want, what we want to really help you with. So the Clifton Strength Assessment, we encourage you to take it. We'll give you a link in the show notes. It's 34 different areas of talent. And what this assessment does is rank order them for you to show where are your highest ones uh, and where are your lowest ones. So they're rank ordered one through 34. They're, they fall into four different categories. The strengths do relational strengths, thinking strengths, okay, executing, how do you get things done, and influencing strength yeah. so how how do we impact other people and this is good because uh you know otherwise sometimes we can get overwhelmed with all these different strengths but if we can categorize them it gives us different opportunities to focus so uh, i know on our podcast we're going to take each of these four in as a series and uh, i think the first one we're going to do is is relational right yeah so we're going to dive into that we do encourage you to take take the assessment look for that link the gallup organization a lot of people took this like years ago. By the way, it used to be called Strengths Finder. They rebranded it to be Gallup Clifton Strengths. And most people, if they took it like say five years or longer ago, they only knew their top five. And hmm. the Gallup organization has changed that. Now they show you all 34. It's called the full 34 report. And it'll show you, you know, your top 10 is in all 34 and especially the bottom ones. So you want to be able to see all of that. It, it provides so much more intelligence around this. Hmm. And when I coach people on this, and by the way, a lot of what I'm sharing right now comes from a coaching organization that uh, I helped to build up. It's called We Align Coaching. They do a great work, especially centered around this. 
And your top strengths, and it's typically your top 10, but it could be maybe just top eight, maybe all the way up to like 13 or 14. These are your signature strengths. And Steve, this is what we say. This is who you are. Right. Your signature. This is part of who I am. It's like breathing. Come naturally to me. Yeah. It's part of my identity. Mm-hmm. The middle section, and I can't give you the exact number on this, is because um, it's different for every person. We call those auxiliary strengths. And like, this is what I can do. Okay. I've learned this. It's maybe some skills. We say they're energy neutral. Your, your signature strengths are energizing. These are energy neutral. I can do them. The lower ones, the ones at the bottom, we say are your non-pattern strengths. I don't even like to call them weaknesses because it's just, it's not who you are. Okay. Your weaknesses are more likely to show up if your top ones getting overplayed. So those are the ones that are more likely to drain you. They're the ones who are exactly. more frustrate, draining. frustrate you. And They're not who you are. Just shoot me now sort of feelings. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not part of your design. Yeah. That's what we say. Not, you're not your pattern, not your design. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah who, who you're not. So, yeah, like I mentioned weaknesses and Steve, both you and I uh, love Dr. Ed Silvoso. Oh, love Dr. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. He's spoken a lot into our lives. He's got this uh, saying, you know, your, your biggest weaknesses hide in the shadow of your strengths. It's, yeah. and it's so true. Like you're more likely to get in trouble with other people <laughs> and cause problems when yep. you overplay mm-hmm. your top strengths. So yep. we're going to look at the associated blind spots that come with each of the strengths. Over the years, I think you and I both see that we can, uh, we can overplay our strengths because that's where we get our most, like you said, most energy, most passion or whatever. And I know for me, you know, I'm a communicator, I'm a connector, and I can sometimes over communicate and just, and after a while people switch off. Moving on. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Now we see, we will look at the bottom ones as well, uh, but most executives uh, and the current thinking in corporate America around strengths theory is we will encourage you to work, put effort in to 75% of that effort should go into developing your strength, 25% in managing your weaknesses, which could be your blind spots or the ones at the bottom of the list. So no, I, yeah, too. I like that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, we can't ignore those. We're not going to ignore your weaknesses, but you're going to have more, more impact leaning into your strengths. Well, I think, and part of that, the awareness of your weaknesses is great because if you're not aware you're probably going to shoot yourself in the foot or you're going to cause more damage. And that's why the awareness of where you shouldn't be is actually just as important in as where you know you should be. Yes, so, uh, yeah. so it's it's definitely that. Yeah. In fact, Steve, we even say the number one uh, technique to manage your uh, non-patterns is don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from that. If you can, yeah. if you yep. can, if you yep. can stay yep. away from it. Okay. A um, couple other caveats. Uh, as we're getting you know we're getting near the end of this. A couple other caveats. The the Clifton Strengths Assessment is not meant to be predictive. Like, oh, you don't have these kind of strengths, so you shouldn't be in a manager, or you shouldn't be in sales, or something. It's not meant to be that way. What it's really saying is the style that you're going to bring to your roles and to your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, there's a lot of room in here. It's again, it's not meant to be disqualifying just to give you an understanding of how you're going to go about doing the things that you do. Yeah. And, and I think the other side of it, I mean, over the years, I'm sure you felt this in your coaching, there are people who've been assigned to certain positions or roles that in theory, it's a kind of a promotion, but in reality, it's killing them yes. because it's based on a role, not on who they are. 
And so people are always trying to change who they are to fit this role, but they, they're not naturally wired that way. You know, and so I think this is this uh, for those of you listening, you might suddenly find some certain answers or kind of these aha moments. This is why I'm struggling with that. Or if you're looking for transition or you're looking for uh, maybe it's time to move the grace lifted from from wherever you are. It'll also give you clues to what will make the best move for you and where what will energize you for your next uh next season of your life so uh i'm really looking forward to this this is going to be yeah, a lot so, of fun Pete. so listeners you should press rewind and listen to what steve just said just like for the last minute over and over again that's just a great great wisdom nugget there well just for a transformation application it's <laughs> simply Go go find the little link that we put on the show notes here and just do the Clifton Strengths. I wish I had something like this 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago. I, I think I uh, I've only kind of discovered the importance of some of this about in the last 15 years or or whatever. But it just like you said, Pete, it just saves a lot of time. So go look on the show notes. We're going to give you a link. It does cost, but it's an investment worthwhile. Especially if, like I said, if you're feeling that you're stuck somewhere and you don't know why you're not succeeding or if you're looking for transition, whatever, I think it's going to be a really, really great exercise to do. If you've taken it before, they have a really good database. It'll probably say, hey, you took this before. Do you want to just buy the full 34 report? You don't have to do that. But I I think it's better if you use a different email address and and try to take it over again. I'd say if if it's been five years or more, it probably not a bad idea. Um, Or if you've had a major change in your uh, life situation. Um, I just coached someone who became a new mom uh, not too long ago, and her priorities have completely changed and different things are showing up differently. But yeah, you have options there. But yeah, take it, bring it (laughs) to your next, uh, to our next uh, session. And we're going to systematically go through this and learn more about you and the other people in your life. That's so good. Uh, just to add to that, uh, I want to highly encourage you to uh, take that assessment. It's life-changing for me. Its insights, uh, its results were really valuable. And in addition to uh, the coaching that we're going to be doing in these episodes, I think if you take the assessment, it'll help you take the information to a much higher degree, if you like. Uh, but at the same time, if you choose not to take the assessment, you're going to get a lot out of this series, okay? There'll be so much to glean and take away from what we're going to be talking as we look at these different strengths and skill sets. And it's really going to help you know how to apply them uh, to your life and to the people that you are uh, connected with. That is exactly right. You can save so much wasted trial and error you know, the hard way by, by just getting some good intelligence around this and just streamlining where you're aimed. So, well, everybody, this is going to be so much fun. We will start launching in our next episode. We're going to be looking at the category of relational or relationships and how we grow in our strengths there. And so uh, for now, have a great week and we will talk to you and see you soon. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye everyone. Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world. If you're looking for coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the Insight Out. 
If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to PeteCoaching.com. And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to SteveChuaintl.com. Remember, we want to help you transform your life so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.